0: This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright.
1: Radio high five with the explosion.
0: Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis.
2: Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop Scoop. and boom! With your favorite
0: hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible
1: right there.
0: And Turtle! Yeah,
1: I'm gonna take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony.
0: I will kill a man to improve my
2: status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey fellas, I love the podcast. welcome everyone to Fantasy Football Scoop. And I'm your host, Giuseppe. And with me once again is Turtle. And Turtle, we are in November. We had some election stuff kind of last week. Um, we've kind of turned our attention, at least to me, Thanksgiving. The air has gotten cool here in California. It was forty-five degrees when I woke up this morning, which is, is pretty cold. Are you one of those people who is happy when they get rid of all the pumpkin stuff from the stores and from the, the shops and, and, and that sort of thing?
1: I uh, I don't care.
2: Really? I hate bother, that stuff.
1: Yeah, it doesn't bother me one bit.
2: It bothers me. So my wife, she's <laughs> a big pumpkin-flavored like liker of things. So when they're in stores, I buy them for her, right? But because Halloween lasts roughly seven seconds, if I buy a bunch like stuff one week by the next week, like half of the stuff is gone and they don't even re- like replace it. And then she's like, Oh, well, I really like that one random thing that you bought on a whim, being, you know, a nice guy. And now I can't find it ever again until next year. So that's why I dislike it because it, it ends up being more harm than good. Because I find something, you know, I surprise her, I'm, I'm the good husband. And then like, you can't find it again for another year. And then by then I forget what the hell it was. So I don't want pumpkin stuff to exist to start with. And I'm very happy when it goes away because pumpkin flavored. Anything is
0: always terrible. I I, just keep it away from me. I I don't want anything pumpkin flavored ever.
2: Yeah. And the thing about it is this, it's not even really pumpkin flavored. They just put a shit ton of cinnamon in it. Right. Right. (laughs) Isn't that like what they think is pumpkin?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess Uh, so. It seems to be working. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's why I asked, like on the the message board. Thing. I know we usually talk about that stuff the next podcast. Like, does do, do people actually like pumpkin pie? Because I've had it, you know, on Thanksgiving repeatedly. Think, you know, like every couple of years, thinking that oh, your taste buds change or whatever. And it doesn't matter how much whipped cream I put on that thing; it still tastes terrible. Yeah, I, the texture
1: never... and just everything is just weird about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, like, it's if a hard you give me a mass. good, pumpkin, yeah, yeah. If you gave me a good pumpkin bar with some like, uh, like real frosting on it. That's I can do that, but okay. pumpkin pie, ache.
2: yeah, I'm um, I'm with you there. It's unanimous. Pumpkin pie is trash and shouldn't even be called pie. It, it it ruins it for the rest of them that are that are good out there. So we had a couple of uh, you know fantasy football games that took place along with NFL games. Uh, let's uh, get right into it. We had our game of the week, which unfortunately did not really live up to expectations. We have uh, Primetime's Nitro against Mike's Mask Up Bitches. And uh, the return of Christian McCaffrey, 29 points in uh, what might be his last game of the season. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't follow the injury report super closely because I don't have him in any of my leagues. But I did read that he's definitely not playing this week. And we don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. So I don't know, Turtle, you got any, any news or updates on this guy?
1: They started out with day-to-day, and now he's (laughs) week-to-week.
0: Yeah, I was watching that game uh, because it was kind of close. Like, uh, Carolina played him real tough. Um, But at the end of the game, I saw a a video of him on the sidelines getting his shoulder rubbed, and everybody knows what that means. That means, like, AC joint or collarbone or clavicle or some sort of sprain or fracture. And that is never good that that's an injury that'll keep him out for weeks if uh if that's what it is
2: yeah it's it's not good. you know I it it wasn't the thing that kept him out to begin with, so I, I don't want to hear the oh well, he should have sat out another week, but well it's no I mean it's just something that happens. but yeah, you're right. Carolina was actually winning that game for quite a long time and they had a chance to drive down the field at the end of the game to, to win it. But they ended up losing by two. It was a really good game to watch. I, I had that game on uh, a lot over here. And uh, primetime, I don't understand this guy. So he picks up Jerry Judy, who's the number one in Denver, also has Tim Patrick on his roster, who's like, let's say the number two. He starts the other guy instead of Jerry Judy, and then in garbage time gets a nice touchdown out of Tim Patrick. I mean, I'm like, I don't understand this guy, how he, he, he lucks into stuff, his bad decisions. Like two weeks ago, when he played me and I, I shit the bed, he plays Tua instead of Drew Brees. Like, I, I'm, I, I don't know, man. He's, something is just going right for him this year. Figures in the year where there's a pandemic and everybody's hurt and everything else, that's when primetime thrives. I think that's why they call him Slime Time, right? For for a good reason. I don't know. I'm for... not
0: I'm not up to Serbian culture, but is voodoo a popular practice in Serbia? Because I think that's might might be what's happening here.
2: Uh, I mean, probably they, there's like gypsies and stuff in yeah, in there's, Serbia.
0: There's definitely a gypsy curse on his opponents because I mean, Mike put up 62 points. That's not what any of us expected. That's not what RT Sports expected. Uh, only four points for DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Miami does have a good defense. I don't know, but fucking Kyler Murray had a huge day and none of it went to DeAndre Hopkins. I know that.
2: Yeah. Kyler Murray had a huge day, but like that was like a hundred something yards rushing. And I think one rushing touchdown, maybe two, I don't don't know exactly. And I mean, one of the touchdowns that Kyler Murray threw, I mean, we could talk about it when we get to the Wee McLean's game because they started Kyler Murray, but like he threw it to the tight end and the ball got intercepted. But before the guy got to the ground, like he took it back from the dolphin. Like, you know what I mean? Like his throwing touchdowns weren't like that prolific other than the Christian Kirk Kirk blown coverage one. But yeah, you're right. Mike, you know, only 13 points out of Kamara in a game where the saints just throttled Tampa. You would have thought that he would have gotten a lot more action there, but only 14 touches overall. Uh, James Robinson's good. He continues to be good, but those wide receivers were definitely disappointing. And same thing with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has not had a 20-point game since week six and only has three of this season. If you look at the, I guess, the numbers that quarterbacks are putting up this year, especially with like the rookies like Burrow and Herbert um, not being like completely terrible, the basement for a quarterback on a week-to-week basis is like 16 points now. Yep. And Lamar Jackson is basically that or worse almost every week this year.
0: Yeah, he's kind so, of like an average quarterback play now. Uh, I never thought that last year was going to be repeatable. Turtle, uh, I don't know if you did. Did you? Did you have any stock of Lamar this year in all your
1: leagues? I no, I don't have any. I had a lot of Dak and Russ. Okay, but um, I didn't. I didn't have him doing what he did last year, but I didn't have him to be this bad. And like his team is winning, they're crushing everybody. I don't know what the record is, but it seems like they have more wins than losses. I but yeah, as far as fantasy, he's just been trash.
2: Yeah, I I don't know what to do, what to say or what to do. At, early on, I was making excuses for it because I thought it was just the defense was putting him in such a strong position early on that they were playing the, the time possession game. But this is beyond that because they they struggled against the Colts, and we all know the. Philip Rivers is, you know, done. So I mean, I, I'm sure the Colts have a fine defense, but they're they're not like world beaters. And so just seeing seeing what happened there, I, I yeah, I'm very worried about what that offense is, is going to be like moving forward. But yeah, big congrats to primetime seven and two in a very, very difficult matchup. Next matchup. <laughs> we have Turtles fucking savages against Santinos. It's time to loot. And it's funny, Turtle, and I'm going to say this. You got in- funny about this. <laughs> incredibly lucky, like oh, incredibly on. lucky. Rex Burkhead <laughs> got robbed repeatedly in that Monday night game from having like more goal line carries than he did. There was an instance in like the, I think the tail end of the third quarter where it was goal to go at the one and they sneaked it with Cam three consecutive times. That Rex is Burkhead unheard of
1: because James White fumbled. He should have never been that big of a thing to begin with, but James White fumbled. He then all of a sudden started getting everything and got a touchdown.
2: James so White is something? never in there in the goal line. Like the I don't care what like what you say. Remember week three when James White was was fine and he got you, you know all those rushing touchdowns out of Burkhead. Burkhead's always been their goal line guy. So that that part you know like is is definitely I think something that I would say was pretty pretty fortunate there. Then also, it could have went into overtime, <laughs> and he could have gotten some points there. Um, Yeah. He, You know the reason why he's lucky? If he's asleep at the wheel turtle and he plays the Browns who are on a bye, he wins. He got a minus five from his defense. Yeah. And we know Santino tends defense. to fall asleep at the wheel at times when it comes <laughs> to his lineup.
1: And
0: play the Cleveland Browns <laughs> defense. So... Yeah.
2: <laughs> but again, at the end of the day, you got to win. Again, a big win <laughs> against Santito. Um, Russell Wilson really didn't do a whole lot until the very end of the game. Thank God that one of those touchdowns went to DK Metcalf for you because you were able to double dip and salvage his day. He, he ended up with seven for 108 and a touchdown. Julio was pretty good in a game that Atlanta had in control pretty much the entire time. Denver made it, you know close at the end, but it wasn't really there. Hollywood Brown, we know that he's been suffering with the whole situation with Jackson. DJ Chark, he had a nice day on your bench with the emergence of the uh, the new quarterback there for the sixth round pick from, uh, was it, Washington State? Jake <laughs> I have Lutner. no idea who, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but, uh, so I don't know if that's going to be a thing or not moving forward. I mean, for your sake, it, it will probably be good. Of because course, yeah. You don't have Odell Beckham for the rest of the year, and Marquise Brown Marquise hasn't put up. Trash. Yeah, he yeah exactly. He hasn't put up anything in, in quite a while because of what's going on there. And, I mean, tough loss for Santino. Uh, he had a lot of his big guns on the bye this week with Kareem Hunt, Robert Woods, and, um, you know, and, and his Cleveland Brown defense, I guess, too. <laughs> but, I will start Cleveland Browns defense. Nothing more to say there. You know, good, good effort. Pat Mahomes continues to be really good. Santino, you know, he, he reached for him early and it's, it's, you know, it's not paying off in the win loss column, but it's definitely like been his best first round pick in the history of the league. I think I can say without oh, yeah. researching there, whatsoever. There have,
0: <laughs> there have been many Santino first overall picks. Uh, and I think this is definitely the best one that he's ever made.
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens next week. But congrats to you, Turtle, you're on a little uh, little win streak here, two in a row. So, next matchup we have K Walls, Washington cracker Ass Crackers against my The Bone Zone. Speaking of win streaks, since he threw in the towel, he is on a three and O streak, put up over a hundred in all three of those games. I was chasing, I think, seventy one after the Thursday night game, so yeah. <laughs> this game was over <laughs> before Friday.
0: Yeah, that was that's a that's a tough go there uh, when you're chasing seventy one and it's not even you know, Saturday.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was... I, look, the the Rogers-Adams combination has been absolutely lethal. Three weeks in a row now, Adams... I mean, since that, that stinker against Tampa, 33-27-23 out of Adams, and Rogers 29-21-31. I mean, how the fuck do you, you, you combat that when you're getting a minimum of 63 weeks in a row out of just two of your players. Like, Do you think I mean, the
0: NFL will ever figure out that maybe we should guard Devontae Adams? Because I don't think they figured it out just yet.
2: Yeah, it is very confusing. I don't know why that's the case, but it, it's definitely the case. I mean, he got uh, touchdowns from every everybody but Le'Veon Bell. Jerk McKinnon got him a garbage touchdown at the very end of that game um, where San Francisco, again, they were out of it and they weren't doing anything. Darren Waller got him a, a nice day with 11 points. Uh, his kicker ended up missing, I think, an extra point or something like that. So he he had a, he had didn't get to double digits when he, he could have. Uh, for me, I mean, I struggled all the way across the board. I had, uh, as I mentioned going into it, like six or seven guys either on a buy or hurt. So I had to do some digging on the waiver wire. I had to re-pick up Chris Godwin, who played. and <laughs> didn't do much, but he played. Um, Nicole Hartman. Again, we talked about on the podcast, he's like either a all or nothing guy and I, I needed an all day and he got only four. Justin Jackson got hurt on the very first play of the game and frickin' Kalen Balage <laughs> I
0: remember that. Just, oh just that text me. He's like, who the fuck is this Bellage guy and why <laughs> is he playing
2: <laughs> i forgot about him being on miami because he was so bad that like yeah. it it got like erased from my memory but he put up like 15 points this week <laughs> justin jackson is at least three times better than him he would have had a monster game <laughs> against vegas i don't doubt it in any way shape or you form you know it's but-
0: funny he- like when when players get away from adam Gase, they they suddenly turn into like fantasy superstars you got like uh Kenyon drake last year when he got traded you got ken calen <laughs> belage here uh robbie anderson ryan Tannehill, ryan Tannehill. <laughs> like everybody who was on miami like four years ago they're great right now for some reason
2: yeah and or even before that like well i guess when did the bears take shaheen <laughs> or is that like a um a new regime and no, i think thing. he was
0: gone by then i think he was okay gone.
2: Because like, he's been good for Miami this year Cutler, as a number Cutler two tight end. was still
0: the quarterback when uh, when Adam GaSe left when he got the Miami job. So
2: yeah, that's true. But yeah, so nothing really to speak of. My team, my team's like you know, I mean we're 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 struggling to stay alive here. I've got hopefully Nick Chubb coming back, you know, this next week. And I mean, once I get out of this week, week eleven on, I'm ready to go. But I'll be I'll be eliminated by then. But you know, nothing I can do about it, Kowalski. You know, great job, you. uh you humbled me after ripping me apart on the, on the, via email. Now you do it in the, in the league. So congrats to you. And now we move on to the next matchup. We've got Tony's COVID Media against our guest last week, God Emperor President D's Nuts PDI.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and cool. uh, yeah, Josh Allen came back to life after two weeks of, uh, well, I guess maybe it was more like a month. really It was, of it trash. was
0: like three or four. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah.
2: Uh, so he had 32 points. Dalvin Cook, two weeks in a row. Now there's talk about him being the best running back in the NFL because, of course, all it needs is a couple of good weeks. And and that's what they do. But he's been he's been outstanding. I'm not going to discredit him. I mean, 24 touches got him over 250 yards like that. That math is (laughs) is astounding. So uh, you played somebody called DJ Dallas who got a touchdown late in the game for Seattle.
0: Yeah. And you ridiculed Um, me. You're like, who is this guy? Why are you playing this guy? And then he scored a touchdown. And then I was like, suck it.
2: Just yeah, because you eight. actually have like running backs who exist, like Antonio Gibson, and traded for, actually. Yeah, that I,
0: Dallas was a better play this week, and he scored more points.
2: He scored one more
0: point. He did.
2: Because of a fumble. Um, but anyway, Keenan Allen had a nice day, and he continues to have nice days, despite BDI's source telling him that <laughs> well, Mike, Mike Williams... Yeah,
0: Mike Williams <laughs> is the guy, don't you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, is the guy. And he didn't play him anyway, because he, he, he went on a very passionate... Statement about what Antonio Brown was going to do this week, and again Tampa just thoroughly got whooped, thirty-eight to three. And so Antonio Brown didn't do jack shit among anybody else who who were the the pewter for Tampa. Uh, Stefan Diggs didn't get in the end zone, but he got himself over hundred points. You played Michael Thomas in his first game back, and he put up um, five catches for fifty-one yards in a game that they won thirty-eight to three. Yep, he got outscored in PPR leagues by Taysom Hill among others you know look at the end of the day tony i think you're happy to have him back he's he's available he's another weapon maybe those numbers start turning around as the as the season progresses and he stops fighting some of his teammates and stuff like that but you know it's definitely a, a positive versus a negative in terms of being able to have him at your disposal bdi really two bright spots Matt Ryan put up uh, 22 points in that in that game, and then Robbie Anderson had the the 11 there. Um, yeah, everything else was single digits, low single digits. So, so
0: Turtle, yeah. BDI has to pay your entry fee next year if you have a better record than him. Is that uh, my understanding, the bet?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's a $200 bet, which would be the buy-in for next year.
0: And you've got a two-game or one-game lead on him right now. So, um, man, it's going to come come down close, I think. What do you think?
1: I don't think. No, I mean, the only bad part about it is I have to play our division. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> what this week with, like, all hundos. Um, but, yeah, other than that, no, I just think I'll I'll, I'll grind him. I'll, I'll probably lead by a game at the end, and he'll pay $200 for uh, the Visa I next year.
0: Nice. I bet is bet really looking forward to
1: that as well. Yeah, it's a free roll.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be funny if it comes down to, like, a one-game win, and it was because of the claim Browns' defense. <laughs> we'll start defense. Yeah. That's uh, I'm going to keep okay. thinking in my mind, that's for sure. <laughs> you know how many games I've lost this way this season? <laughs> I know. Like,
1: except their minor, like, 129 to 126. Instead of 78 to 75, like you can
2: keep poking, but I'm, I'm trying here. Hey, I'm, I'm envious of your ability of scoring 75 points or 78 points, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. So <laughs> right now I'm, I'm struggling to put up 60 on a week in week out basis. So yeah, um, I, I say it because you know, I have nothing to, to stand on myself. So we've got uh next matchup, Matt, team was uh shit last week what was it um
0: wasn't it uh wasn't it uh full house house. yeah i think think it was full house okay full harris Harris sounds right yeah i think that's it
2: um matt put up a really good game like honestly i thought he was gonna win he got a great game out of teddy bridgewater 24 points there uh 15 out of his kicker a Rob, I was surprised that he even got to 10 there. Wayne Gallman, he's had a couple of actually weeks in a row where he's he's done something, right? These three in a row, actually 13, 9, and 11. Um, JK Dobbins, I thought he would do a little bit more in that game because of the kind of the workload he got the, the week prior against Pittsburgh. And I, I assume Pittsburgh is a better defense than Indy, but I guess not. But I mean, at the end of the day, Micah changes his team name to Frank the Tank. And Frank Fleming brings him luck. Roethlisberger, man, Turtle, did you watch that Pittsburgh Dallas game? It was local here this week. I had, I mean, it popped up on the red zone a ton. Oh my god, like it was such a shitty game. Like uh, Pittsburgh needed to like scrape, claw, and everything to beat Dallas, who was starting a quarterback who is their fourth at this point, right? Fort I do not even remember who
0: it was. Yeah, yeah I don't know his name. It was Dak. It was Andy Dalton. It was uh, whatever. Denzio. Denuccio. Di, yeah. Uh, yeah, and now it's uh, Garrett Gilbert. I think his name was.
1: That sounds yeah, that right. Sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Yeah, and then they they were gonna start that Cooper Rush guy, who, who I don't, I still don't think exists, but uh, <laughs> maybe we'll see him next week. Who knows?
2: Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what what happens there. But I mean, if Dalton ever gets unconcussed, uncoveted, whatever whatever it is. But yeah, I mean Micah made a bold move playing Damian Harris over Zeke Elliott. It was basically a wash, which is crazy to me. But it didn't end up hurting him in any way, shape, or form because he's made he made the most of it. So he picked he picked up Christian Kirk at some point. I still don't understand how this guy got cut like 15 times by BDI. Like he's a he's a viable fantasy wide receiver. Uh TJ Hawkinson gets a touchdown for Micah. He's got Four touchdowns in his last five games. TJ Hawkinson, ladies and gentlemen, I would have never, I never thought it. I know Minnesota has a really bad secondary, and Detroit was was down a lot in that game, so it ended up working out well for for him there. But yeah, all in all, we we went into the season thinking Micah had like really, really, really good running backs, right? And now they're not producing. Between Joe Mixon being hurt, Zeke hasn't done anything in like three weeks, and Derrick Henry has been. Pretty strong, but, you know, nothing incredible. And it was a tough matchup against the Bears. But, yeah, Micah got it done with his wide receivers. 92 points was a very good score. It keeps him in the mix in that division. And then we got the last game. BDI is a coward, Pee Wee McLean, against Worms, Team Taylor. And Worm, uh, Worm, I mean, for him, 81 points is a good, good week but he ran into a, a very, very strong team here in Peewee McLean. 34 points out of Kyler Murray. 11 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown, a rushing touchdown to go along with the 283 and three passing touchdowns in what was a very exciting game, especially for me as a Dolphins fan, as my Dolphins are 5-3, and three, and they continue to roll with a big game on the road that they won against Arizona. David Johnson got hurt super early in that game and I think it was a concussion, and so Duke Johnson got the rest of the work, so he wasn't able to get anything there. Josh Jacobs, he did, he did all right with the 12. Will Fuller, he caught a very long touchdown. I think it was like a 70-something yarder, and then a couple other ones after to get to the 17. A.J. Brown, he continues to catch touchdown passes. It's actually um, five weeks in a row that he's caught at least one touchdown pass, which, which is pretty unheard of. Terry McLaurin was my breakout guy. He had, despite... Alex Smith coming in, he still had a really good game, seven for 115 and a touchdown in a game. I thought Washington was going to win, but uh, that, that did not happen for worm. Tyree kill big game, big two weeks game in a row,
0: a, a Tyree kill two uh, two weeks in a row with a Tyree kill game. Uh, yeah. Two touchdowns, nine catches. I mean, it looked like, uh, last year, the year before, uh, we really didn't see that this earlier this season, but, uh, I think he's found it now. So, He's just just when he's heating up, he goes on a bye. So uh, that kind of sucks. But, you know, whatever.
2: Uh, We we made fun of Worm for spending like, I don't know, 60 percent of his fab budget on the combination of Matt Stafford and Marvin Jones. And then Stafford ended up getting what we thought was COVID, right? But it ended up like he didn't. And then he played (laughs) and then got hurt during the game. But he was able to connect with Marvin Jones. For uh, a touchdown prior prior to the injury, so they combined for a total of uh, twenty three, which is you know not r- really a huge number. Jonathan Taylor got a touchdown. This guy, I don't know, man. Like I, I, it's been a tough rookie year for him. Uh, he, it's like a three headed monster kind of in Indy between him, Hines and Wilkins, Zach Moss. Um, Another touchdown that's two weeks in a row there. Not a lot of work in that game. But, you know, at the end of the day, touchdowns are are what gets you, get your points in this league. All in all, like I said, a, a pretty decent game for Worm, but not enough to win. Robert Tanyan, uh Turtle. We think that he's finally, like, uh, done. I know that he had those two big weeks, once against New Orleans and the Monster Game against Atlanta. Is the Robert Tanyan thing kind of uh, over in Green Bay? All right. Let's assume that he agrees with me because yeah. I'm I'm always right, right? So <laughs> uh, and now we move on to the money players of the week. <laughs> money, 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 money. Uh, and at quarterback, we have Kyler Murray with the Pee Wee McLean combination. Straight cash, homie. Two weeks in a row, Tony. You get ten dollars out of Dalvin Cook. Straight, straight cash, homie. And then lastly, the streak of Seattle wide receivers has been broken with Worm and Tyree Kill. Straight cash, homie. Now I move on to the start of the week. Start of the week. Uh, and we're going to give it to Christian Kirk only because the dude had like, I think, 17 points. And he's he's been cut and was picked up. And he gets 17 points out of a, a free agent wide receiver whenever Micah picked him up, whether it was last week or the week before, whatever that, that, that is the case it is big and he was the difference in in their game. He he uh, put up enough numbers to to help him beat Matt. So we're gonna give it to Christian Kirk and Micah. I move on to the Dud of the Week.
0: Dead, dead, dead of the week.
2: Normally injured players are exempt, but I'm breaking the rule because I don't give a fuck. It's Justin Jackson getting hurt on the very first play of the game. Ugh. So, so frustrating. So annoying. Injuries suck. I am tired of dealing with them. Justin Jackson was the dud. Now we move on to the lucky bastard.
0: One lucky
2: and we give it to my co-host, the man who was able to squeak by against the juggernaut that is Santino. Uh, and that's going to be Turtle with the narrowest margin of victory for the week. So we're going to give it to you as the lucky bastard. And then finally, the world's worst fantasy owner. The worst fantasy football owner
0: of the week.
2: And that we're going to give to BDI. BDI, my friend, thank you for coming on the podcast. But uh...
0: Didn't even hit 60, and I doubled the score so
2: yeah a uh, very very bad performance also you know what's funny is uh i'll say this and we'll wrap up is micah actually is uh very good at keeping track of who the bottom score is on a week-to-week basis so <laughs> when we get into monday night he'll give me like updates like he was telling me he's like all right you need x amount of points out of jamison crowder to not get the worst fantasy <laughs> owner <laughs> i'm like okay cool let's see what happens i'm like i don't care i'm losing by 60 if i get the, if i'm the worst owner, you know. I'll, all, all the you know all the better but either way he, it's funny he keeps track of that so i, I always Somebody's know who's at to. the bottom yeah. because of Micah attacks on monday so good job micah um all right that's gonna do it for our week nine recap fantasy football scoop and
1: all right, show's all time.
0: Fantasy podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.